Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jay Styles has turned heel. Open brackets, question mark, close brackets. It's a bit of a weird one, this one, but he has turned heel, I think. Welcome to the Rust Stop Podcast. I'm Pete Quinnell, filling in for Tempo. He's gone back to Canada land, and I'm joined by Sati Niangi. Yes. Wahoo. Well, oh, happy Saturday day, ladies and gentlemen. I was told that I'll be working with Luke Owen. I know we make jokes that there's so many bold people at Talk office, but uh, this is not Luke Owen. I'm not disappointed, although he was on my bucket list to work with, and I thought I, was, I completed it for 2023. No, it's a continue for 2024. But what's causing all of this is AJ Styles potentially came back and turned the heel. He's jacked, baby. He's got the beef. They've all been taking that TKO spinach. <laughs> he is massive now good god aj styles has put on some pounds Mm -hmm. uh, in the best way um but before we get to that return let's talk about the main event hello Uh, pete thanks for coming pete hi last minute draft you're welcome last minute draft so thank you people you don't know that pete works so hard on on wrestle talk and he does a lot of things yeah so i want you guys to appreciate the fact that he said yeah yeah, yeah, to come and fill in the show for me so thank you so much man i just want people to know that and give his gratitudes and platitudes thanks man yes Let's talk about the main event before we talk about the AJ return because it came at the end of the main event, which no was mm-hmm. Randy Orton versus Jimmy Uso, which mm-hmm. have been kind of teased throughout the show. There's various backstage segments that lead up to this, but I thought the match itself here was fine. It was it was a TV main event. That's what it was. It was. Vintage Orton, etc. Um, as it looked like Orton was lining up for an RKO, which mm-hmm. he definitely would have hit. Uh, Solo Sokoa's music hit, distracted Orton. Then before Solo could get, could get to the ring, LA Knight's music hit, and he came out and attacked Solo, which allowed Randy to stop being distracted, I suppose. He then hit the RKO and Jimmy and got the win. The match was fine. It was a match. It was, exactly it, was it, was. It, was, it was a serviceable match. Yeah, it was exactly what you'd expect if you said Randy Orton versus Jimmy Uso, SmackDown. You go, all right, that's what that is. Um, but then all the interesting stuff came after the match because... We had this brawl going on with Knight and Sakura on the outside, and then you had Orton and Jimmy on the inside. Reigns then comes out, because Roman Reigns returned on this episode of SmackDown, lest we forget, and he comes out and attacks Knight from behind. 
And then I thought, very uncharacteristically for Roman, we're just kind of staring at Orton for a while, and the crowd were like, oh, boo, Roman, we don't like you. And then he kind of looks around at the crowd, and then he just gets in the ring and starts attacking Randy, which I was like, that's very out of character for Roman. Like, he's very calculated, standoffish, he'll get his goons to do stuff first. But he just went head into this one, which is very strange. But then... Uh, the numbers game overcame Orton and Knight because it was Roman, Jimmy, and Solo uh, beating down the two of them yes. until the music hit for AJ Styles. And he wasn't on the ramp. He came out next to the ring and straight hit a phenomenal forearm onto Roman Reigns. And then he started doing the brawl. The babyfaces stand tall. Yay. That's the end of SmackDown, everyone. Except it isn't because then Styles gets LA Knight and smacks him with a lariat and then gets out the ring and walks off. And you'd think that's where the show ends. But it's not. Because the bloodline just kind of let him walk past and just be like, huh, AJ, what are you doing? Despite the fact that AJ just attacked them seconds earlier. But that's okay. Uh, AJ leaves and then Knight kind of gets back to his feet while the commentator's like, well, here's what's happening next week, guys. Look out for that eight-woman tag. And then Orton's music plays. And then they're just kind of staring off with the bloodline. And then the show ends. Which was weird. So it was like, because I feel like what they were trying to do was, wow, we're so shocked that AJ's just attacked LA Knight. Oh my god, guys. But then they kind of undid their shock by being suddenly not very shocked about it seconds later because we have a, a card to run down for next week. And it kind of, it left it on a little bit of a, a, a wet fart at the end. Which, yeah, just like that. Um, which I thought was a bit, a bit strange. Um, what were your thoughts about it, Sat? I agree on a pacing issue, uh, mm. but I'm still hooked because mm -hmm. we all because at the end of the day we won't give him much. Uh, I do feel like had AJ come back, you know, um, did a phenomenal forum on LA Night, that would have been even more confusing. Because how he left uh, the company or how he left for a bit was he was taken out by the Bloodline, specifically Solo Sokoa. Mm -hmm. So it made sense for him to come back and. Uh, tie up loose ends, but also to show that he has no allegiance to anyone. I think that's what it was. I think that's what mm -hmm. he was trying to state. It's kind of like, he had to get the bloodline, but this LA Knight guy, he took my spot at Fast Lane. Is it Fast Lane with John Cena? And it was Fast, no? Okay, it was Fast Lane. That's how you call it, Fast Lane. Fast Lane. <laughs> with John Cena. Then he took, and then he had a crown jewel match. That that groundswell of, of rubbing shoulders with John Cena, which AJ Styles knows about, uh, it led to the groundswell support for him to go to crown jewel against Roman Reigns. That should have been his crown jewel payday. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So probably in his mind, LA Knight, you're all in this spot because I was out. Now I'm back. You're too big for your boots. And he didn't touch him as well. LA Knight didn't actually go between him and to try to, you know, George Jack with a bloodline. So AJ's kind of like, this guy doesn't belong in this ring with me. This is the mm -hmm. house that I built. You don't build this house. Huh? I built this house. But there's many, like, there's many theories going on. But the one great thing is we're talking about AJ Styles. Because before he came back uh, on the app, from me knows Twitter called X, people were saying like, does anyone really care about AJ Styles anymore? So it, it's like, it was such a, like, a, a downturn on AJ on, on social media. But him coming back, looking jacked to the gills, looking beefy, eating them TKO spinach. Is the wellness policy ended? We don't know. Allegedly, reportedly, we'll never know. I don't know. But he's looking jacked. Every wrestler coming out looking jacked. Um, Rowan or Ivar, was it Ivar? What's the other one from Viking Raiders? The bald-headed one. You, you, Eric. Eric, the pressure's on you to come back jacked as well because mm -hmm. it's kind of like a thing. You, you go away for a bit and you come back jacked to the girls and ready to fight. 
But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited about mm-hmm. where Hill AJ goes. That means Hill OC, maybe Hill Meachin. They all got gripes. They always sit at catering doing nothing. They're underappreciated. Maybe it's their turn to take over. Maybe they're going to replace what street hurt business, street profit, street business were meant to be because street business are over like baby faces. So maybe they might mm-hmm. do some course correction. Kind of like uh, OCB Hills, street business, your baby faces, maybe. Mm-hmm. See for me, yes, I, I agree with all of that. Like I, I think I, I want to be clear about this. I'm I'm this is a good idea. I like AJ coming back and turning heel. I think it's a very good idea. I think there's a lack of top heels that aren't Roman Reigns right mm-hmm. now on, on SmackDown. So I think this is a really good idea to kind of give another like what can be a top name if you build them back up right on SmackDown, uh, a fresh coat of paint with with the heel turn. I think that's a great plan. I just thought the execution of this particular angle wasn't great it left you not like oh my god aj's back it was like aj's back okay moving on here's bloodline and randy orton again it's like wait i let's focus on the aj for now it felt like a a, a footnote at the end of this show which is very strange did you want to do a thing where the camera follows him and it ends with him standing on stage staring menacingly just, just something where like all of the bloodline and orton and knight are looking at aj being like what and then, mm. like, the show ends. Like, the focus wasn't on AJ at the end. It I was, agree with Like, that. Orton's music was playing. It was mm. like, wait, why, why are we doing this yes, stuff yes. again over here? Well, AJ's just gone, you know? It, it, was, it was formatted weird. But also, another positive to add with the whole AJ Styles heel turn means if they do inevitably do a fatal four-way at the Royal Rumble, you've got two heels against two babyfaces, not three babyfaces gunning for Roman, mm. which is what we initially thought was going to happen when AJ came back. But now you've got two heels, you know. They, they're trying to establish that... I think they're trying to establish uh, different blood feuds. Kind of like Randy's got history with Roman. LA Knight's got history with Roman. But compared to all the previous people that Roman's faced, his gripe is not as strong, if that no. makes sense. I don't know. Like, he had a match at last. <laughs> yeah. Not not to be horrible to him, even though he 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 did well in that match. But it's kind of like everyone's got like a blood of reason to hate mm-hmm. Roman. LA's like, dude, you just, in people, you just started, man. What are yeah. you crying about? You might get another opportunity, which is a, a sad thing to do to a guy. Don't dismiss anyone's opportunity. But with, with AJ's beef now with him, it's kind of like, oh, everyone's, everyone's got beef with each other. And then, you know, AJ and Randy can dredge up their history when they look like Randy was happy look at you you've been working out like me oh my gosh this mm-hmm. is great oh, you're turning heel but yeah I feel like they're trying to add more nuance to because we're going to January right we're still what is the, today's the 16th of December so you need to create some sort of intrigue if the intrigue is I hate Roman I hate Roman too Roman took me up Roman took me up Solo hit me in my throat mine too my throat is sore It'd be like, eh. so yeah. you need, because Roman's gonna disappear again. So you need mm-hmm. someone for them to hate on. And that'll be AJ and OC maybe. And OC and Bloodline creating a weird, oh, if they do do that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, then it'll be like the Bloodline, the Judgment Day teaming yeah. up again. That'd be weird. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I like that idea. If they do do a, a Fatal 4-Way, I like the idea of having two heels do baby faces. And I like the idea of them, because they were teasing a little bit of dissension on this show, as we'll talk about later. A bit of dissension between Orton and Knight as well. Mm. A little bit of like, stay out of my way and Knight was like no but I'm in your way and Orton's like no 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 get out of my way etc so they're already teasing a little bit of tension between the baby faces as well as mm-hmm. is so I think if they're gonna start like having this kind of everybody hates each other kind of dynamic that's cool I'm into that um yeah I just want it just didn't just didn't stick on this one they didn't stick the landing which yeah. I wanted them to because I, I love seeing AJ Styles wrestle I think he's awesome and I'm really yes. glad to see him back um excited to see where this goes I think it was good just not as good as it could have been, yes. which is very unfortunate. Yes.
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, but let's get into the rest of the show, shall we? Yes, sir. Let's see what led up to this, because, as mentioned, Paul, this was the return of Roman Reigns to SmackDown. What does Roman have in store for us? Not, Be- not a lot. Before you continue, but... is there like a Guinness World Record on how much a person can return to a show? I mean, he's he's got it, if that is it. I think it comes to a point, it's become like a meme. You just mm-hmm. save that picture and you say, yep. Roman is coming back next week. Roman he returns. Back. He returns a lot, doesn't he? he it's between sure him does. and CM Punk about who returns yeah, the most. Right. <laughs> um, so Roman Reigns comes out, usual Roman Reigns fare, usual Roman Reigns entrance, comes out, says, acknowledge me. And he was building up to say that like, you know, when when people are doing bad, we, we beat him up. But when people are doing well, we want to we want to give people their flowers when they're doing well. And I want to hype up the person who will be the next tribal chief. God forbid if anything happened to me, this be the next guy to take over. And Jimmy Uso behind him is like, yeah, that's me, you know, whatever. And then he said, it's Solo Sokoa. And Jimmy was like, wait, what? And then he, he says, Jimmy, th- join me in, in appreciating Solo Sokoa. That was funny, no. Because Jimmy was getting prepared. Proper like, oh my gosh, it's my time. He's mm-hmm. noticed me. Took off his jacket. Jimmy came forward. Joined me in celebrating your brother Solo Sokoa. What? Sitcom character Jimmy is. Jim Uso. Yeah. Which I don't think works. I, yeah, I don't, I don't like this Jimmy character. I love Jimmy Uso. I don't, I don't no yeet. No yeet. No yeet. That was very funny. Um... Like, like, I think Jimmy Uso is is objectively funny. Like, all the stuff he does is very funny. I just don't think it works for this thing that we got. Like, why, why, why would Roman ever say that Jimmy was going to be the next Tribal Chief? 
I mean, like, I know we're supposed to think that Jimmy's deluded, but in my head, he's delulu. This felt like they were setting up that we were also supposed to think that he was going to say Jimmy, and it was like, no, no. Why would he ever? I don't think. No, no, no. I don't think it's set up for us to think that. We know that it's Mm -hmm. it's it's to show that Jimmy is still Mm. in Jimmy Delulu land. Maybe Jimmy. Jimmy's a jock. You know. You heard. You heard. Um. Uh, Jay Uso say it. He's the, he's the angsty one because he was next to Mr. Perfect, Jimmy Uso. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Uso's privilege. So it makes sense that he doesn't have any angst. He's kind of like, I'm great. You know, I'm married mm-hmm. to Naomi. You yeah. know, I was tagging champions once. I might be tribal chief. So he has everything great. It was mm-hmm. Jay that was inferior. He doesn't have any inferiority, inferiority complex. He's always had had everything handed to him. Yeah. So that's why he kind of hated Roman. It's kind of like, hey, I, I, I'm I'm the, in the Uso land. I'm king, and then I'm in your land, and you're king, and I'm not used to showing the spotlight. Mm-hmm. So he's just as you know egotistical as Roman. That's the I think that's the whole thing is meant to explain. It's kind of like mm-hmm. this is why he had issue with Roman and Jay fell in because Jay falls in line with whatever older sibling or older statesman's there. Jay was a follower. Jimmy like to be a leader of the tag team leader of whatever so it's kind of it kind of makes sense in his character that he doesn't have the angst of jay it's just that my issue or i'm kind of used to it but the issue is his credibility as a solo star because he loses i think it's fascinating to look at the, the difference between jay and jimmy uso right now yeah because they both lose a lot but jay uso is main event guy jay uso is a star Jimmy Uso loses and feels like a complete joke. I'm just saying, this packaging ain't working, fam, is what I'm trying to say. Randy Orton then came out in this segment. Yes. And they cut to an ad break. Lol. Um, And then Randy comes down, does a promo, challenges Roman uh, for the Royal Rumble, nearly hits him with an RKO, but doesn't. Um, Gives him a little tease of what could could happen. Um, And then says, Daddy's home, and then leaves. That's fine. There, there, there was nuances there. Because while like what Roman said, Roman went, you've been gone for 18 months. That means you're in the back of the line. You haven't done anything mm-hmm. to earn it. Yeah. I like that. Because Roman was trying to get into uh, Randy's he- head. It was the return of the manip- manipulative Roman Reigns character that we all love and hold dear to our hearts. He went to him, he's like, Randy, listen to the voices in your head. It's warning you. Don't get in the ring with me. Don't don't mess with me. And then it was good. And then Randy's like, you've done well for yourself, you know, since I've been gone. You might elevate yourself to legend status. But one thing that doesn't change is, I'm the legend killer. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. So there, there, there are nuances in exchange, which I appreciated. It showed that, you know, Roman Reigns is great on the microphone as, he, as, he's, as he's ever been. And, you know, Randy Orton is motivated. Because Randy Orton's one of those guys where when he's unmotivated, you see it in his work in the ring and on promos. Absolutely. But because he's been gone for 18 months, he's still stuck on that high. Like, I'm back at work. Mm-hmm. I'm jacked to the gills. I am enjoying myself. So Motivate Randy is the best version of Randy and that's what we're getting right now. So yeah, the exchange was good. If you ever watched Smackdown yet and you're based on our review, watch that exchange. It was, it was really good. Especially when he goes, and Randy goes, oh, I came the voices in my head and people chuckled. Roman, you crapped your pants. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a bit of a... Vince would love that because Vince loved humor with his baby faces. Mm-hmm. That was very much like almost like a Vince promo, but it wasn't. But it's like, I remember what scene needs to do. Crappy pants, you know, juvenile humor. But yeah, Randy did well on that. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Um, <laughs> we then get to uh, the next bit. I really appreciated all this stuff on this show that was about the US title tournament because I thought it was all really good. We had a video package for Carmelo Hayes and then he debuted in his match against Grayson Waller. And uh, we also had a Logan Paul video promo in the corner, which I thought was a really effective way to keep 
his involvement while have not having him on the show, mm-hmm. keep him uh, his face around, keep his plate spinning while he's there, um, which I thought was really, really effective. The video package was also great for Carmelo Hayes. Really appreciated that. And then they had a really good match. I really like this. Oh, this was great. Um, I feel like they hit a lot of high spots. They, they got enough time. There's a lot of near falls. It was all really, really good. Um, I feel like there was, there was, if I'm going to nitpick, which I do, I, there's just something missing from this. I'm not quite sure what it was. There was something that just like a little something. There was a little, a little spark missing, a little connection, a little, a little psychology, something that just wasn't quite there. But having said that, still had a very good time. This was a very good match. And Grayson Waller hit what I think was a super overdrive destroyer. It was super overdrive. It's a super over- overdrive destroyer as well, because he landed on his head. The only person in history to make the overdrive look good is Grayson Waller. And Elix Skipper in WCW. There's a clip. You you can find it, guys. Google's your friend. No, it is. He Elix Skipper does it in a way it makes your head spin like a Beyblade. Mm. It's fast. Like, you yeah. have, to, have, have you ever seen it? I haven't. Dude, he... It makes he makes he makes gravity look like it's not a thing. The cage thing's great, oh, but yeah. he did an overdrive where he put his leg over and he spun. The rest is spun, and it's kind of oh, an overdrive can do that as well. It's not like you put your leg over and then you fall to your knee. It's yeah. literally he went. It, it looked like a net breaker. It made, yeah, you have to look mm. it up. Look up Elix Skipper overdrive. Type in type in WCW if it helps on mm-hmm. Google. Google your friend yeah. and you'll find it. If not, some social media. But yeah, super overdrive. It mm-hmm. was lovely. It was really nice. Um, yeah, and that that it, it set the trend of people doing moves we don't expect because that also happened later on as well. Um, but yeah, this is really good. And Carmelo Hayes got the win clean, which I really liked. It's nice to to put the new guy on track when he comes to SmackDown, which is great. Uh, yeah. Really liked all of this. Thumbs up all around. I really liked the match. And also, we were talking in the office. Grayson Waller's shorts again. Short shorts. They're getting really short. I, they? I love it. No, no, because, uh, guys, if you've been following Grayson Waller's career, if you haven't, his NXT days, he used to have baggy box, boxing shorts. And I used to mm-hmm. hate them in the beginning because like, it, it looked bigger than him. I think that's why I hated about it. It looked it was more shorts than human mm-hmm. in the beginning. And then it had been progressing getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And I, I, I love the short shorts. It's a good look on him. Yeah. The hot pants. The hot pants. Pants. Yeah. You got a little Philly stuff, the hot pants. But yeah, Carmelo Hayes, for a lot of people that didn't see him before, this was a great coming out party for him. The fact that means he's coming back next week. I don't expect him to win past uh, KO, but I do, I do hope that the showing is, is good enough to earn him a spot on the main roster because it's ridiculous that this guy is still slumming in NXT. Him and Bron Breaker, I feel like they, they, the more time they spend in NXT, the more it takes away from their potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we then had a backstage promo with Randy Orton and L.A. Knight, where, yeah. as I mentioned before, there was the the little tension brewing where mm-hmm. Randy was walking through, L.A. Knight was like, hey, man, you, me and you both know how these numbers work. Like, Bloodline's going to attack you, but, you know, if you ever need help, you know where I am. Randy's like, hey, look, man, we got a win last week in a tag match. That's great and all, and we're on good terms right now, so I really recommend that we keep it that way by you staying out of my way because I don't need you. Ooh. And Knight was like, okay. But <laughs> just so you know, you know how the numbers work, and you ain't, you ain't gonna take that spot away from Roman because it's gonna be me, LA Knight. SM. Yeah, yeah. So a little bit of tension there. Uh, then we had the next U.S. title round one tournament match: Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory. Best now, match of the night. Best match of the night. And I was pleasantly surprised in this one because they set. I really feel like they stacked the deck against Kevin Owens in this match and set everything up 
to make you believe that Austin Theory was going to win. Because not only did Grayson Waller lose, so you might think that, like, oh, well, maybe Austin Theory, one of the tag team, might get a win in this one to continue their little tag run. Grayson Waller can be involved in the tournament via Austin Theory later. Also, Carmelo Hayes had just won. So you go, well, if they're going to do babyface heel in the next round, the heel's got a win here. So Austin Theory's probably going to beat KO. KO's got a broken hand, which they're making a massive deal out of. He's got a cast on. So they already are making reasons as to why KO can lose and still not look terrible to losing to Austin Theory. So I was like, wow, it's really stacking the deck against KO here. So I was like, well, Austin Theory's probably going to win via shenanigans. Sure, whatever. Turns out it was just a great match. And KO just won. It was great. Really liked it. You hear what you said? You set up to tell me. For me, what you just said was, here's all the obstacles that KO is going to overcome. Because mm. oh, they always telegraph. They never tell you, hey, he's the favorite to win and win. They always tell you he might not win. Here's the obstacle and blah, blah. But yeah, KO won. They had great chemistry together. My goodness, I would watch mm. them in a 20-minute match. It seemed like uh, Theory, they granted him the permission to use his full movesets. Because this is the Austin Theory we know from Evolve. This is the Austin Theory we know from the early days of NXT. He's got more in his arsenal because recently he's been wrestling these boring, basic matches because someone probably told him, tone it down, kid. Don't show everything in your bag of tricks. Just just do a TV-style match. Mm -hmm. But in this match, yeah, between him and KO, like, they went back and forth. And it, it was great because they're both athletic guys as well. Mm -hmm. And I, I really enjoyed it. And Austin Theory looked good in defeat, especially when KO decided to punch him with the cast in the face. Yeah, I mean, there was a really cool spot where KO was uh, sitting on the top turnbuckle. Mm. Theory went up and, like, went into a seated position off the top row, like, running from, from the mat, mm. leapt up into a seated position on the top row, bounced off and did a, a seated Spanish fly yeah. onto KO. It's like, oh, wow, cool. What a spot. That's really fun. Uh, and it's just unexpected. There's a couple moves like that as well, where he did, like, uh, kind of hook the leg and did the, the suplex onto the apron, where KO just fell splat, flat on his back. Ow. Uh, and it looked like Theory was going to get the win because they did the big KO comeback. KO hit a, a Swanton, a near fall. And then Theory started attacking the hand. And I was like, okay, here's the finish. Because he got his hand, stamping on it, threw it against the ring post, stamped on it on the steps. And I was like, okay, that's how he's going to get the win. Went for the A-Town down. But KO just countered it, pushed him against the ropes, and then whacked him in the head with a cast and then went, oh, yeah, that's a weapon. And then pinned him. Yeah. And KO wins. And I was like... Nice. That was, that was a really fun match. I liked all everything that went into this, and it means that we're going to get KO versus Carmelo Hayes next week, or whenever it is in two weeks, which sounds great. I'm all for that. So, yeah, good stuff. That for me also telegraphed, also telegraphed to me if it is potentially Lashley in the finals with KO, KO's just going to punch him in the head of the cast to win. Mm. I mean, that's what it feels like. But yeah, you said about the seat of Spanish fly. I just, I just, I'll be remiss if I didn't say it because someone in the comment section is going to do that. Austin Ferry used to do that a lot in his mm. early days, but he hasn't done it in a while. Yeah. He wrestles like AR Fox. That's what it was the big thing. I remember when he first debuted and at the time AR Fox wasn't in AEW and I used to feel sorry, oh, AR Fox deserves more. But Austin Ferry very much is his teacher's student. He does a lot of good moves in there and I'm happy to see that. As much as I'm not a huge Austin Ferry fan, I do feel like his in-ring work was or is appearing again to be good. Because mm -hmm. for a while it was it was boring. It was like one note in generic. I'm like, what happened to your cool movesets? And yep. now we're seeing it again. It's like, yay, this just needs better character. Mm -hmm. At the moment, they're using Grayson Wood's personality to rub off him because I'm not an idiot. It's kind of like, you're so charismatic. You just stand there and look good. And then mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of like what they did with Ms. Morrison and the New Age Outlaws. You've got the charismatic guys talking on the microphone. Enzo Mori and Big Cass, I guess, to a degree as well. Big loud mouth. You just look good. And the shield. 
Uh, yeah, and then you got Dean Ambrose for mm -hmm. the other two guys. Yeah, you know, like especially for Roman in the yep. early days. Roman in the early days. Believe that. <laughs> and he was good at that. That's all he needed to do was just stand there and just be like, mm. "I'm gonna tell you what has Nah, like, oh, you, great. You say that, but now that people are saying the same thing about Solo, like, because Solo talked a lot more in NXT. Mm. Solo can cut a promo. If you never watch NXT, you wouldn't know it because they just tell him to do one word. Mm -hmm. I'm your brother. Yeah. Which is fine. He's good at it. Uh, Roman Reigns and the Bloodline are backstage. Roman saying that, Matt, someone really needs to shut up Orton. He ruined my celebration. And Jimmy, very pointedly, says, well, sounds like it's a job for the tribal heir over here. Mm -hmm. uh, talking about Solisakoa. And Reigns says, nah, we'll give this to you. Um, think of how much, you know, it's promotion season. He kept saying that. It's promotion mm. season. Think of how much in better standing you're going to be if you beat Orton for me kind of thing. Um Manipulation. Manipulation, which is good. Uh, I think this segment would have been better had they not already announced Orton versus Jimmy at the start of the show. But it was good. Yeet. Yeah. He came in and he was like, yeah, I, I got this. Don't you worry. Yeet. And then Roman just kind of looked at him and him and Jimmy stared at, stared at each other for a second. And just went, no uh, yeet. yeet. No, but I like how Jimmy says yeet. His yeet is more subtle. It's what it's how Jay used to say. Because he used to be yes. like, he used to be like, hey, like, yeah, yeet. It's kind of like, it's like a cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now when Jay says cool, it's kind of like, that, yeah. that's how it's translated. Cool. It's, it's, it's all right, yeet. That's what it is. Yeet. Yeah. It's subtle, but not yeet. Yeah. Yeet, yeet, yeet. <laughs> Next up is your favorite is a vignette by someone. <laughs> TikTok. Carrying Cross did a video promo again. I just. Who could possibly care? Right. I'm going to pump up the volume a bit for Karrion Cross because, you know, everyone deserves equal standing here. So the reason why I say that is, funny enough, last week, me and Tempest talked about how, you know, Karrion Cross lost against Bobby Lashley. Mm -hmm. What's, what's Karrion Cross going to do? More wrestlers are coming back. It seems like his standing is lowering. I kept saying, like, WrestleMania season, it's kind of like Trevor goes around the roster, you know. You, 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 you. You're getting pushes for Rumble season and, and, and WrestleMania season. The rest of y'all, backlash time, we revisit things. So until mm -hmm. then, I'm sorry, I got nothing for you. So I said that uh, Karrion Cross will probably potentially get pushed after WrestleMania season because there's so much going on right now. You can't figure, you can't retool him for 10,000th time and trying to figure him into the picture, mm -hmm. which they are trying to do. At best, he is a Andre the Giant Memorial Battle uh, contestant. At best. So he has to sell for SmackDown at best. But they did a promo. But unfortunately, like you said, it, it's reached that Bray Wyatt territory of like spooky promos and no follow up. Fart, but no poo. You know, nothing following up. So he is someone that they need to retool. But people on social media got excited because it seemed like he's doing a forewarning, foreshadowing. Someone like him, I said to I said to Tempest, he needs a group because you've done the thing with him and Scarlet for ages. Yeah, yeah. By changing a change of scene or change of anything mm -hmm. is better than what we've been seeing. Mm -hmm. Another promo, no follow-up, right? Someone saying AOP with Carrion Cross. Offers of I'm into pain. that. I'm into that. That's a good idea. I like that. Uh I think that'd be a very welcome change to his presentation. I'll be excited when it happens. I'm not excited now. Of course not. Because he's just said, well, things are gonna change. I'm like, oh yeah, like last time and the time before and the time before, Carrion. So like I like nothing's changed. But so. Carrion Carrion did say he's a catalyst for people's hill turn. 
Think, think about this. Sure. No. Nakamura, no, Drew McIntyre, no, AJ Styles. Yes. I'm not into Karrion, this theory. You feud with Karrion Cross. You turn the heel eventually. I refuse. He said it. He said in the beginning. He goes, I, I change people. You can step in the ring with me. Something inside you. I take something from I, you. He did. Drew turned heel. Nakamura's heel. Styles turned heel. What did all three have in common? They're all feuded with Karrion Cross. <laughs> I refuse to participate in this fan theory and because then, it is wrong. And then the, the other guy, uh, was it? Uh, uh, Riddick Moss got fired. Yeah. Bad things happen when you feud yeah. with Karrion you Cross. Yeah. You'd come out as a change. He turned heel as well. He did turn heel before he got fired. Riddick Moss, yeah, he became cocky and arrogant. They didn't go far because he, he got rid Yeah, he did. Him and Emma were just a bit, they're just obnoxious. Dude, go back. Did he? Yeah, he did. He did. He, he, he I became have more, no memory of this. He, he, he displayed a more aggressive side to himself. He became more cocky. I'm not going to care about the fans anymore. So he didn't turn heel. He was just a bit more arrogant. Yeah, that's a heel turn. No, it's not. <laughs> this ain't an attitude error. This is not anti-heroes. We don't do anti-heroes. Babyface and heels. He was turning heel. Sure. Yeah, I can find the clip. Anyway, backstage, Cameron Grimes said congratulations to Kevin Owens. And then uh, Kevin Owens and Carmelo Hayes share a little promo time together ahead of their match, which was great. Uh, Love Hayes being like, look, I respect you, but I need this more than you. So back off. Very nice. Very, very simple. Very great. Really enjoyed it. Um, we then had a much better video promo than the one for Karrion Cross, which was the damage control video promo. Bailey kind of outlined her plan to win the Royal Rumble, to challenge Rhea Ripley and gain her title at WrestleMania. Um, and she kind of put over everybody in damage control and being like, Ia was amazing. I always knew she was going to be world title material. I knew that she was destined to win money in the bank and win the singles title. It's amazing. Kabuki Warriors, we got them at our side now. We're going to be amazing. And also Dakota Kai's here. But she's injured right now, whatever. But, you know, they're, they're all kind of on the same page. Yeah, we're great kind of thing. There was one little line, though, that I really liked, which was Dakota Kai coming in and just being like, yeah, we're ready to, to run WWE or whatever it was that she said. And Bailey just goes spoken like a true mastermind and the camera cuts to Dakota Kai's expression where she's just like eh? and then it cuts back to Bailey again and I'm like oh oh I think she is the mastermind but maybe not in the way that Bailey thinks she is maybe she's something different uh and I think it might be very interesting if Bailey does win the rumble and challenges EO Sky instead yeah, the, I think that's fun. I liked, I liked it because it was like a mission statement. Uh, Bailey saying like how you know the, it's come to fruition what she started. Uh, EO is now women's champion. She won money in the bank. She's women's champion. The Kabuki Warriors. Uh, she said she said it like the Kabuki, the Kabuki Warriors going to challenge for the tag titles eventually, mm -hmm. which is great because the tag titles need more people. Sure when Alba Fire and Isla Dawn finally figure out you know how to get out of this room or forest they're in. They can transfer the title too. Yeah. It's like it's like a mission statement that they want to do women's division domination. Because mm -hmm. Bailey goes, I'm gonna win Royal Rumble and challenge Rhea Ripley. And we're all oh, champions, we're all tag champions, world champion this year, world champion that show. And I was like, Yeah, that's a great mission statement. Mm -hmm. But like we said in the office, um, they more they certainly dig at Bailey. The interesting would be to see Bailey go, hmm. I'm going to use this opportunity to challenge EO, but I do feel like it's not going to come out, out of the blue. I do feel like it'll be a case of like damage control will probably disrespect it to the point where she's like, mm -hmm. right, I'm going to challenge you for the title. Because that's the thing. I'd really like Bailey to not be an idiot. Like I, I, I get the like, you know, that it might be that they're su doing subtle digs at her and she's trying her best to just try and fit in and all that stuff. But I'd like it to reach a point where she realizes, oh, they're going to turn on me. 
Like, it's only a matter of time before they do. So I'm going to turn on them before they turn on me. And I'm going to challenge Io for WrestleMania instead of Rhea. Like, I think that's fun. I said to Tempest, the um, Bailey story is that she's burnt bridges with so many people in the women's division. That's mm-hmm. why she's kind of like stuck it out with damage mm-hmm. control. Because she yeah. kind of feels like, oh, man, I created this mess. Like, I have to clean it up in a way. Because she, you always see her face. She always looks worried. She always feels like she's left out of things. And yeah, Dakota kind of is indeed a mastermind. When her foot is, you know, healed up or whatever it is, even before that, she's going to... She's going to lay down a hammer. It's the Dakota Kai's MO since NXT. She always turns on people that she's associated with. Mm-hmm. She, she did it to Tegan. She did it to Raquel. Mm-hmm. She would do it to Bailey. And I can't wait for it to happen. And now that uh, Bailey stated that she wants to win the Rumble, I hope it is EO and Bailey uh, at WrestleMania. Potentially, we might get a Sasha Banks return. She might be the, the catalyst to get Bailey to see sense that, you know what, I do have friends outside of this group. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be emotionally abused anymore. I'm going to stand mm-hmm. up for myself. And yay. I think that'd be cool. What if we got a Banks return in the Rumble? That's like, what I'm ma- like maybe yeah. they maybe they turn on Bailey before the Rumble. Bailey goes in with like no friends, and then it's like it reaches there's like a standoff where it's like Asuka and Kyrie uh, uh, standing off against Bailey, and then Sasha Banks comes out at like number thirty in the Rumble, and everyone goes oh, and then it's like Bailey and Sasha against those two kind of things. Oh, I can see them doing a the whole thing where she's torn about uh, allegiances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she doesn't, do, if if the turn doesn't happen, if they don't turn on her. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like, and they're like. Turn on your best friend. You've done it before. Yeah. Oh, no, I've developed a conscience the last few months. I don't want to do it. And then it's mm-hmm. on her or whatever. I do yeah. feel like if, if Sasha does come back, they'll figure it They'll figure it in that way. But then again, it's kind of like when Sasha Banks does come back, potentially. I know we're, we're veering off the, the topic. We just talk about potentially happening. What do you do with Sasha? Let us know in the comments what you do with Sasha for WrestleMania, potentially. Do you involve her in a damage control storyline? If you do, do you want her in a title match as well? But Bailey's never had a singles title match at WrestleMania. Do you want to see that? Comments below, please. We then had, speaking of damage control, we had the mm-hmm. Kabuki Warriors taking on Zelina Vega and Meechin, um, which was fine. Uh, it, was, it was a bit unfortunate. This this match had essentially no crowd heat at all, which is a shame. But uh, I thought it was fine for what it was. Yes. Uh, the I was surprised at how much of a fight Vega and Meechin put up here because I would have thought the Kabuki Warriors would have kind of just won. Uh, this match from how Vega and Michi have been presented in the past mm-hmm. I would have thought that they'd have just got the win here maybe you know a bit of offense from Vega uh, Vega and Michi but then Kabuki Warriors get the win but they look like they actually could have won uh, Kabuki Warriors only got the win via double distraction to go to kind of one side distracting the ref Bailey comes out and chucks Michi off the top rope allowing them to get the win they did the insane elbow and all that stuff I would have I think because of the focus of the division is on damage control right now mm. I think I probably would have preferred Kabuki Warriors to just win clean here. Really? But I, be- I, I get what they're doing with the Bailey interference. I know they're telling a grander story, but it just doesn't make Kabuki Warriors look very good that they can't beat Vega and Meechin by themselves. You know what I mean? I know, but it's one of the things where you can forgive them because they're heels, but at the same time, you, you kind of further discredit Meechin and Zelina. For example, the eight, eight, eight women tag that's happening next week, mm-hmm. you care less about it because you'll call it Bianca and Jobbers, mm-hmm. you need to create some sort of credibility. That's the, in their mind, they think we have to make them look credible. Which I get, mm. but I think that they're not the focus right now. Damage control is. It is, but you do don't, you don't want it to be one-sided because I, I, unfortunately, because of Charlotte is out for the foreseeable future, mm-hmm. the women's division, babyface division are so second tier yeah. that is almost, I don't want to say almost laughable, but it goes to show you the lack of depth of or building up. Shots is the only one in, in that crop they've did, did anything with. Zelina early in the year, you know, they mm-hmm. build her up as a baby face, 
But it's like they haven't done really much with them. It's their last ditch effort to give them some sort of credence, credibility for the eight person tag. So you're not like, why is damage control? No, why, you know, this team of, this hodgepodge of women with Bianca, you know, never teamed up before, blah, blah, blah. Why not win in two minutes? They have to seem like they have credibility and don't overlook them. Don't do what Kabuki Warriors did. That's why they nearly lost because they, mm-hmm. they were overly cocky. It was the cockiness that got mm-hmm. the best of them. Yeah, that's true. Gosh! Um, but Kabuki Warriors did get the win in the end via double distraction. They had their old song back. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it was just like it was a flashback to the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, it was. God, yeah. Um, we then had Jimmy Uso and Sonosakoa backstage, where Jimmy says, "Like, look, Roman and and Paul have been talking for ages, and I don't like it. This doesn't feel very good. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be honest. This feels like a setup. And this is solo. You'd tell me, wouldn't you, if this was a setup? You'd tell me if something was gonna happen to me, wouldn't you? And Solo just turns him and just goes, "I'm your brother," and then just flexes his hand. What does that and even that's mean? And that's it. That's the whole segment. What does that even mean? Us, us, Jay, or I'm your brother. What does that even mean? Yeah, right? So, it feels like, yeah, Jimmy's not welcome. Which, why would he be? He turned on Roman. Roman, don't forget. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, then that leads into, we had, uh, uh, just before the main event, we had a couple of dueling promos mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, from Santos Escobar and Bobby Lashley. Yes. One was a pre-recorded one for Santos, and one was backstage with Bobby Lashley. Both very good. Both built their match. Uh, thumbs up again. More focus built on the US title. Love it. It was Good. A, it was the best dress promo of the night. Both of them. It was. Guys, right? They looked yeah. so suave. They looked great. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. And then we had the main event that we spoke about earlier um, with Randy Orton versus Jimmy Uso and AJ Styles return and turning heel question mark. Um, so overall, I thought this was a fine episode. I thought the wrestling and the stuff around the US title was really good. Yeah. I thought that was great. A lot more focus on the US title, which is always welcome. Mm-hmm. And I like the direction they're going with that. Um, the rest of it was okay. It wasn't offensive, right? No, it wasn't. There, there was, no, there was yeah. nothing bad mm. on this show. Everything was either all right or better. And that's good. Yeah, so I would say this is like a solid three out of five show. I do, I do like the the um, there's a furry line on the show with damage control and and the tag match, and that is an eight women's tag match next week. There's like a payoff to this mini feud that's happening mm-hmm. before the Royal Rumble, so I do appreciate that. Even though SmackDown usually have have like one minute one women match per show, yeah, I get it, they're not Raw. Raw has you know three hours, so they can fit in probably a couple. So I'll, I acknowledge that. But at least they're, they're doing something with the other two women. Like you said, because they haven't been focused as much, the crowd kind of, you know, it's mm-hmm. felt by the crowd, it's felt by your <laughs> stance and things. Like, hey, they should lose in two seconds. You don't mm-hmm. see them often. But yeah, I'm happy they're doing something with the women. And Damage Control seems even more unified than before. They're doing that thing where Damage Control is okay thing, where Bailey, mm-hmm. even though they set, they set up to let you know, Bailey, they're going to turn on her, but it's not January yet, so we're not going to blow the load quick. So we're going to do a slow uh, build, uh, slow burn build to Bailey turning into a baby face. So it, it, they're doing the thing of restoring her credibility, because as a heel, she became so rubbish. She was losing all the time. So mm-hmm. now they're doing the thing of like, she's turning back into a baby face. She has to uh, seem efficient. So mm-hmm. that way we can get behind Bailey. A competent Bailey yeah. is a fine Bailey, is a good Bailey. Agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought this was like three out of five show. Was what it was. It was what no- it was. Nothing, yeah. nothing special, but like a, a solid episode. I feel like even with AJ coming back and turning heel, question mark, 
I feel like we're still in a little bit of a holding pattern until we get to the next chapter of the story when we hit January. January. When we get to the Rumble, the proper Rumble build and the Rumble itself. Mm-hmm. I think that is going to be the next chapter of a lot of these stories. The next Damage Control chapter is going to be happening there. Mm-hmm. The next Bloodline chapter is going to be happening there. We're going to be finding out who wins the Rumble. So that will be like the WrestleMania chapter begins. There's a lot of stuff that we're just kind of, I think we're just kind of waiting for to get to January. I, I'm, I, I'm, again, I'm just fantasy booking i envision it with those rumor about wwe being interested in julia i wonder mm. if if in triple h's mind he wants to do julia versus sasha banks thing that'd have, be rad have julia usurp bailey as a member of damage control mm. like that's the full plan they're yeah, waiting for yeah, to yeah. do and then you have sasha back there and then because it will give a marquee match for julia and sasha even though who wins is up to you guys it's a coin flip yeah yeah yeah. someone's gonna be upset regardless but yeah if they can do that 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 is what we we allegedly think that's where they want to go with damage control have more joshi's in there and and because um dakota used to wrestle in stardom mm-hmm. she's joshi ad- adjacent yeah <laughs> she is the uh english spokesperson for the group as per se so I can kind of see that could be the vision that probably Triple H has for the group and Bailey and Sasha can be a team again mm-hmm. and fight them yada 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 the boss and hug connection 2.0 or the you know the, the boss and role model connection and also if Kabuki was win the tag titles revisit it again baby put the titles on the line again with the crowd there with the boss and model mm-hmm. connection role model She's the role model now. She's not going to be a hugger anymore. You can't go backwards. You have to go forward. If anything, just put lyrics to a song. Yeah. Yeah. Anything works. Anything. Um, but that's it, I think, for the show. We don't have any Patreon shout-outs. We don't. We're all, done. we're all done for the month, I think. So. I'm thankful yeah. for you for coming. No, thank you very much to Pete Quinnell. This is day off. He didn't have to answer any calls to come down and do the show, but he did and he's here. So I want to say thank you very much to Pete uh he's a guy that i always talk to you know about stuff troubleshooting things or whatever or doing the news i appreciate everything you do i wrestle talk. i appreciate everything you've done for me since i've you know i've been doing the saturdays and yeah i appreciate you man i want to say on, on camera thank you very much you know i want to wish you a merry christmas a happy new year and i look forward to more i look forward to more wrestle talk taking over the globe <laughs> taking over the universe 30 days again well a Merry Christmas to you, Seth. Watch out for the set. My set. Ha- my hand's too big for this. It sure is, yeah. Um, we will not be back next week uh, no. because there won't, there won't be any coverage next week because it's close to Christmas, so we're not doing it. Nor will there be one the week after because that is like right next to New Year, so we're not going to be back for that Saturday. But the Saturday after, when we're into January, then we'll be back with normal Saturdays. Well, I'm so off for two weeks, go. yeah? Just yeah. So you know. I'm off for two weeks, guys. There you go. It's every Saturday days in the new year. Yeah. But until then, watch all our other videos, you know? We have got, so many. We have so many. My God, we have so much, so many great videos coming up. Because we've got the, on, on the Rest of Podcast channel, we've got all the end of year award stuff. So we've got all the stuff that's been voted on by us, by the extended WrestleTalk universe, by our Patreon backers, moderators, website writers, all of them, to do like best matches of the year, worst match of the year, best pay views, worst pay views, wrestler of the year. It's really fun. And we've got Ollie and Luke's uh, 2024 wild predictions video as well, which is always fun. And they go back and look at their 2023 predictions. So much content coming up. So please do subscribe. Like the video while you're here. Why not? Leave us a comment about what you think the question that you gave them. What would you do with Sasha Banks when she came back at WrestleMania? What would you do with Bailey, etc.? Mm-hmm. Let us know in the comments. And mm-hmm. we'll see you for more content soon. Thank you so much. Jam that jam. Happy 2023. That one. Yeah. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.